From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again. Back. Let me ask you a question. Before we even get started, Connell, first time with the headphones. I normally am the only one that wears headphones in here, but today Connell's wearing them as well. Magical? the drop-in gonna be a gratuitous use of <laughs> it is it is because now you can hear everything that's going on through the board which is a good thing so welcome to the power move my name is john gafford i am your host off today is the mongoose is off bulgarian mongoose. The bulgarian mongoose is off today uh cold is off with family we uh wish his family well uh he's off do- taking care of some family issues sitting next to me is the counselor what's happening Counselor? Living the dream as always. Living the dream indeed, doing God's work, suing people for car accidents. It's <laughs> the Lord's work. It's the it. Lord's work. Like I said, my rewards are in the next life. <laughs> it's the Lord's work. And we do have a very special guest in the in the uh, studio today. She's somebody that I've been friends with on social media and become friends with, we'll, we'll say off social media as well. Yeah. Is what we'll do. We'll say that. Um, guys, this is Tana. Say hi, Tana. Hi, guys. And there's Tana. Tana, you know, a little bit of a rundown on her is... You, you know, today what we're going to talk about is a couple things. We're going to talk about Tana's become a, I won't say overnight success, but we'll say a large success in through social media, has utilized social media to grow an incredible business. And it ain't OnlyFans. Which, no, which no, like, no. Which, 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 which is good. So before like, we talk about Tana's amazing business or social media, can we talk about this? All right, because here's the deal. <laughs> I keep seeing all of these drops down my feed, right? I keep seeing all these little clips coming down my feed of all these dudes talking about OnlyFans, talking about if I was a chick, I'd be making a million dollars. I would just be a hooker, blah, 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 because I'm going to have sex anyway. Might as well, I mean, have you not seen this stuff? I guess we fall, probably not follow the same people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the point the point is, the point of that is, is Tana is huge in the fitness business, which you are. Yes. Right? You are in incredible shape. And I mean, I'm sure if you watch this video on YouTube, you can see Tana is a beautiful woman. I'm, I mean, my wife says that too, which is Thank fine. You. I can say that not in a weird freaky way. If you guys think anything <laughs> weird's happening, 60 shows in John's no. never once mentioned how attractive I am. No. Well, well, well I'm, I'm saving, I'm, I'm saving it for the two year reunion. I'm saving, I'm saving it, but no, but the point is like, you have a massive social media following. You're a great looking person that has used your appearance, obviously, to work into the fitness industry and do all those things. But like OnlyFans doesn't cross your mind. So I'm curious, as somebody that could totally do that if you wanted, right? Yeah, I guess. Right? What is your what is your opinion on it? And what are what is your opinion on on, on it in general? What's your opinion? I mean, I would never do it because I have my daughter yeah. and my family. And I don't want to be looked at as like just that. Right. I've always wanted to have like the fitness because it does take a lot of knowledge to actually be successful in it. Right. So I think OnlyFans, you kind of post your butt pictures and like, <laughs> good to go. But I do that on Instagram for free. So. No, no. But the, po- the point I made, the point I made, the point I'm making is like, all these guys on these podcasts seem, seem to keep saying like, oh, there's a price, there's a price, there's a price. And I genuinely feel with you, yeah. all right, this is a compliment to you. Thank you. I genuinely feel there's not a price. 
like yeah, there's not like i think you have atta- you've obtained <laughs> chris is like <laughs> chris is like let me negotiate here and somebody get paid to do uh, no there's, but, there's, but there's not really a price there's not really a price that you would do that and and i and i dig that about you thank you i think thank that's you. good and i would and I'll, this is where i'm supposed to say not that there's anything wrong with doing only fans but i think I, th- I was thinking about that this morning because i knew i wanted to ask you that yeah right Where's the line? Let, let's start with things that you, let, let's find the line. $137 million. Now, not the line of how much you're going to make. I'm talking about where is the line of if you have an OnlyFans and sell pictures of your butt, like where's the line of things you would never be able to do? Like, for example, I don't think we will ever have a president of the United States that had an OnlyFans. I genuinely believe that. Is it President Camacho from uh, Idiocracy? I do think we will get. No, 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 no. There will be a president who had no. No, so I think (laughs) we can all say that would come up and it would just never happen, right? It wouldn't happen. Honestly. I completely think there would be. I think that. Oh, Jesus Christ. You talk about celebrity. People want The Rock to run. People want Oprah yeah. to run. You got to remember, celebrity, the quality of celebrity is decreasing over time. It's not based on accomplishment, it's not meritocracy, right? It's about capture. It's about who's got more looks, it's about who's got more views. The Rock could run for president and win. Yeah. He, why is he in politics? Who knows? But he yeah. could run and win because it's a popularity contest. See, I, th- I think I saw him yesterday. I think he finally, and it's a bad phrase, I think he finally jumped the shark. Because now he's like the the ambassador for Shark Week. I'm like, was there nothing left for you to do? <laughs> like, have you endorsed everything there is endorsed? Naked? Speaking yeah, of that, I had the best idea ever this weekend. I think you might have seen it on my post. And next time we go down to Newport or in my house, we're totally doing this. Because I think it'd just be epically entertaining. I just want to get like four Shark Week t-shirts. And then just take a tripod down to the beach and just set it up and aim a camera at the water. And just stand there. <laughs> just let me just let people and like z- like zero in on somebody that's out there on a boogie board and just kind of stay with them as they're going but you have to narrate you got to be like he doesn't know that there's a 30 <laughs> no, 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 no no you take a walkie-talkie and one of us because you can sit on the deck at my house and see the beach and somebody's on the walkie-talkie like okay yeah we're gonna let him go in about 30 seconds yeah right, that's the we're biggest, gonna let the cage go <laughs> that's the biggest white shark i've ever seen in my <laughs> life it's five feet from him. <laughs> you know, like, you know, oh my it's like nope he has no idea Yep, nope, still swimming. Yep, pink boogie board. It's like, yeah. oh, wait, what? I, this is the, see, this that, is what I do in my spare I, time, Dan. I saw that post. I this did. is what I do. I did see that, and I thought it was actually pretty funny. Yeah, I, I just, it's stuff like that that I, I don't find. doubt your ability to commit to that, too, which no. is scary, because you'd waste a whole day. Beautiful day in Newport. It would yeah. be sent with oh, I fake production. I have, right. I, have, beach. I have wasted beautiful days in Newport doing less. <laughs> I have. Fair enough. Uh, this, I, I will tell you, this was a, this was a, a packed trip to Newport, because we did... It was like we were there all week. The surf was flat, which was miserable. So my surfing fantasy got ruined because, <laughs> you know, I being being a gentleman of size as I am, I don't need to be big, but it's got to have some oomph to it for yeah. me to get moving. And <laughs> and I went out the first day and just and just was like, this is not going to happen. And it never got any bigger. Um, <laughs> yeah, the swell was flat. A lot of sixty-five-year-old men going. No, 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 no. But we no, but no, but then we went, we went to an Angels game. We went to Disney, but I tell you the best thing we did, OC Fair, buddy. The Orange County oh, Fair, yes. epically fun. It's like if you haven't been or lived somewhere where there is a county fair, like a straight up, like you can see the championship cobbler. I mean, that's, I saw pigs racing. I saw a 40-year-old cow. I saw things you don't see anywhere else. 
I think we need to go to the fair. Dude, the fair's the best. It is. I saw racing. I mean, it was amazing. And they, the kids said, hands down, best day they've had in forever. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, yeah it was there. It was there. No, I just, I'm throwing it out there. So, so anytime Orange County Fair, there's your plus. But let's get to Tana because I think we talked about nonsense. <laughs> How long have we been talking now? Always, okay, listen, when Colt's here, we'll do 20 minutes of nonsense before we talk about anything. So I think seven is pretty solid, I think. But as we go here, so let's talk about you. So obviously you are a trainer. Yes. You have your own brand of, of vitamins and, and supplements that you sell. Yes. So how does this get started? Like where, when, when did you start with fitness? Where did this start? So back when I was 13, my mom would drag me to the gym and I hated her for it. I was like, I will never go back into the gym. The second I turned 18, I'm done with this. And the second I turned 18, I got into becoming a personal trainer, did fitness competitions. And, you know, I was always pretty well known on Facebook, MySpace back in the day. Oh yeah, the MySpace. MySpace, oh yeah. So who's, your top, who's your top five on MySpace? Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom. Yeah, definitely Tom. Dude, did, I, we talked about Tom, right? He's just killing it. No, 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 we talked about, the, 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 the my buddy Josh Avon, we talked about that, right? Did okay. I tell you about this? My buddy, jo not to cut you off. No, you're good. <laughs> this you're is good. great story. My buddy Josh Avon, I'm looking at his Facebook one day and he's at dinner with some, a bunch of dudes because he goes to like a guy's lunch, a guy's dinner like once a week. And I'm looking at and one of them is like at Tom, blah, 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 MySpace. And I'm like, wait, not that. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you're at dinner with Tom from MySpace? He has real friends too. No, but I was, it was so mind-blowing. But it's like, it, it, it was the only thing I ever see is him like looking over his shoulder with that goofy smile at the yes. computer. And now you're like a real guy. I, th I thought it was astounding. So anyway. So he's doing well. Yes. You, okay, you, you, you were booming on MySpace. Yeah. And then it went to Facebook and then Instagram started. Okay. And, you know, I had gotten some sponsors <clears throat> and they were the ones that were just like, why don't you do online coaching? But I didn't have a site. I didn't know how to get started with any of that. So you were doing, wait, this time you're doing fitness competitions? Yeah, I was doing fitness okay. competitions. So, um, gosh, what was that? Like Shreds came to me, Ronnie Coleman, all those, all the good old school people on Instagram. And the guy that owns Shreds was like, you really should be doing online training. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know how to get started. And he's like, don't have excuses. Like, just do it, put it out there. So I started putting my butt on Instagram. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so after that, it was just, I was constantly posting, posting what I was doing, what I was eating. And people would start DMing me, commenting, commenting and, it just built from there. So, so, so here's a question, and this is what I, this is one of the things I find so interesting about your social media, mm -hmm. right? Which is, I think people, when they look on social media, they look on there for a couple of reasons, right? You go on social media to be entertained. Yes. You go on social media to maybe learn something, mm -hmm. but I think there's a large population of people that go on social media to tear other people down. Look oh yes. Look at this fucking guy look at this you yeah. believe this guy <laughs> whatever and the stuff that you post man with with the images that you post of your fitness like pictures like i would immediately assume that most women would be like <laughs> look at her look at this girl <laughs> look at her what a and, and God, she's gonna oh yeah we get it your butt's firm we get it <laughs> like but that's what we think that's what you would think and dude i see the reaction that you get yeah. from women and it's all like positive it's so even my wife is like yeah. oh yeah man she looks great blah 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 yeah. blah blah who was you know i'm not saying my wife likes to tear people down but she does like to watch the housewives and there's a reason <laughs> for that shit too right because you know you yeah. want to do that but but i see that and i think that's so interesting that you are able to post in a way that is 
how do I put this? Like sexy to women, not really to, you're not shopping for dudes yeah. on there. You're yeah. shopping for female clientele and you do it in such a weird way. So I'm yeah. curious about the thought process behind that. And I'm curious about how, how you do that, how you walk that edge where you're appealing toward to women and not men. It is almost exclusively women you target. Yeah. I only work with women. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I really, I always go back to how I felt. So I talk a lot about that emotion. So after having a child, like it was really hard for me to tone my butt and I, I put it out there. Like I show my pancake butt where I'm still in my postpartum diaper and I'm very authentic about that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of guys, like it's, it takes, a very strong man to stand by my side in a position like that because it's like I put everything out there and I try to stay as authentic as authentic as possible in a very kind way where it's like people know they can come to me and be like hey like I'm super depressed I don't know what to do I have 40 pounds to lose I haven't been able to do anything and I'm not gonna sit there and be like oh that sucks it's like all right well let's talk about what you've been doing what's not working let's figure out a solution yeah I think that's interesting what you said was, and if, you, and if you're doing social media, I think a big mistake that a lot of people make is they go on and they try to tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to be successful, you need to do this and this and this instead of telling the story from a place of self. Like whenever we're on here, we try to always, we always try to bring stuff back to personal stories. Like, yeah. like this is something that I did. This was an issue for me. This is how I got to where I am. And if that level of storytelling helps others then great if they find it boring then fuck you go listen to something else um but but that's but that's the point is is coming from that place of authenticity i mean it'd be very easy for you to go on and be like look at me i'm in shape you're fat eat this you know but but it's not you go on and you you talk about those things in those personal times in your life um did you find so obviously you're you're mckenzie right that's her name yes that's her name okay mckenzie's Four? Three now. Three now. Same age as mine. Three. Yes. Three. Yep. Yes. Three. Still haven't met. Oh, her, his, I'll, I'll, I'll get up. That I'm aware of. <laughs> his, his daughter's my best friend. Oh, she's so beautiful. You ask her. She's not my best You friend. ask her. She's she'll tell you, John. Really? She'll tell, oh, she'll oh, tell yeah. you. Who's your best friend? John. She'll tell you. But uh, Caitlin and Tana had kids almost the same month. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right? I think it was like a month off or two months. Yeah. April 4th. Yeah. She's May, May 4th. Yeah. 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 There you go. Exactly a month apart. Maybe that's where our best friends because she's April 4th. I'm April 6th. That could be it. Could be. That could be it anyway. Or maybe we just have the same mentality. She's yeah. three. That Savage. could be it too. That could, that could be it too. I don't know. Just gorillas. So here's so, so the question is, before you had Mackenzie, right? Mm-hmm. Do you find that your approach to social media changed after her? I mean, what was the because here's the thing. If you started working at 13, I don't think you ever probably had the the chubby teen picked on last kickball team player picked thing. Like I don't think you probably had that. Or did you? I did. You did? Oddly enough, um, because I had actually struggled with my weight. I was so resistant to going to the gym and I was just binge eating. That's how I really comforted myself. And so I was kind of that like fluffy until I was about 16. And then I really started to like cut down for shows. And Mm. then that led to a whole eating disorder. So it was just like. Oh God. You want to talk about that? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you just. You really focus on hormonal stuff, right? I do. Gut health and hormones now. So 14 to 16, most girls go through kind of a chubby phase. Yeah. They internalize it and feel yeah. guilty about it. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's their body going through a natural change, right? Exactly. So. And so, and there is a way to actually help balance that out. So, you know, you don't deal with it as much. But I didn't know that back then. I was right. just like Taco Bell, McDonald's. <laughs> we're best friends. Like, so yeah, it was, it was a little bit pudgy. Wait a second. Taco Bell's bad for you? 
I mean, not really. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not the diet advice I was looking for. Yeah, not at all. Wasn't at all. Get out. Wasn't How at all. dare you be smirched? How the, dare you the, just smirch the bell? My favorite health food restaurant. I, well, I think the best part about that last segment was all I could picture was you explaining to a to your 15-year-old daughter that she's going through some changes. <laughs> How terrifying I don't, but that I don't. conversation would be. <laughs> well, I don't because here's the thing. My daughter's very tall and she's 14. She's going through that yeah. phase. They start getting boobs. They start going oh, through yeah. that stuff. And so their body shape, they start feeling the social pressures of body image issues. Right? They, boys and girls, they start getting that, right? That's when their guilt starts yeah. developing. Yeah. All that trauma that's going to carry you for the yep. rest of your life yep. is developing at a time when you should be encouraged just to have healthy habits and that phase. Every 14-year-old I know that was chubby is skinny by 16. Oh, yeah. They, they, they yeah. go through rapid changes, but... Nobody's there to be encouraging about it and to take a positive approach about as long as we're eating healthy, as long as we're working out, staying active, don't worry about your composition yet. Yeah. 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 So you, you developed an you developed an eating disorder at sixteen? Yeah, I would say about seventeen, because it was right after my first competition and I had literally got done with high school, went straight into beauty school, and I was like, I'm getting ready for a fitness competition. This is like my life, living, breathing it. I got down to 107 pounds, I competed, and then right after that, I hit the grocery store in Newport, and I think I bought the entire grocery store. <laughs> Ate all weekend. I've and- done that, say, in Newport, I've done that, I did it recently, it's I like think. like beach different. vibes, I don't yeah. know. No. <laughs> different motivations, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> different motivation. No, so. not, to, not to make light of it, that, that's, yeah. a, that's a terrible, how long did you battle with that? I mean, probably six years, I would say, because it was just that constant. I would. Where were you? Because let me let me ask this, and because as a parent, this is something that we're always concerned with, which is, you know, where did you, where were you feeling the pressure? Was it pressure on yourself? Was it pressure from coaches? Was it pressure from parents? I'm sure your parents are lovely people, and yeah. you know, but but where did you feel that pressure? I think for myself, I've just always had a very high standard for myself, and that started very very young, like. You know, we when we were growing up, it was just like I sat there and I was like, yeah, when I'm older, I'm going to be living because we grew up in Queens Ridge. So I was like, I'm going to be living on Winter Palace and I'm going to have a Viper and a Ferrari. And everyone's like, you're eight. How do you even know what that is? <laughs> and I'm just like, I just know. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to have really long hair and I'm going to look this certain way. And that was just like my instant standard. And so it developed at a very young age for whatever weird reason. But yeah, I got fucked up and had an eight. Oh, boy. <laughs> so. Yikes. So uh, let me ask you this, because now, obviously, you know, we, we both have girls close to the same age. And, you know, my, my daughter is 12. She'll be 13 soon. And, and your daughter's a little older. She's Hayden's age. 14. Yeah. 14, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there things that we should look for as parents in, in our kids that would tip us off to this is maybe becoming an issue? I think if they're obsessing too much over their food, if they're obsessing over their clothes, like if they're trying to hide a lot around you. Hiding um, food. Like that was an issue for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But even hiding their body and stuff, like that was one thing around my parents. Like if I felt fluffy, I'd be in a one piece bikini and my parents were just kind of like, whatever, like see your, your body. If you feel like covering up, it's no big deal. But I felt a lot of shame with where I was at. And Mm. so it's weird because you'll pick up on the signs. And that's why I always say, I mean, it's the best thing to communicate with your kids. And even though my daughter's three, it's like, I talk to her about healthy food. I talk to her about being active, feeling good, being happy, expressing her emotions in a positive way. So she's not relating to something like food or, 
you know, completely zoning out on an iPad all day. So mm. yeah, sublimating. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's funny because I was watching, I don't know who it was. I was watching a comedian that it might've been Bill Burr, which of oh, course you can, him. you can take this and throw out the window, but he was <laughs> like, you know, we become a society of, you know, you know, you go, you go girl, you, you look yeah. great. Yes. Queen, whatever it is, yeah. you know, you look like, Just so long as you're not you, a threat to me, you look great. You know, you're 300 pounds. Like you're trying to threat to me, but he's like, can you imagine? He's like, some of these people are morbidly obese and it's obviously they have an issue yeah. with caloric intake. He goes, can you imagine if we treat people that had a problem with alcohol like that? You go, buddy, you yeah. King, you laid in the gutter, you have another <laughs> drink, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, you know, so where's the balance in America between it's okay to be morbidly obese and you know, yes, queen, and you need to be fit without sending somebody into into the spiral that you went through. Where where's the line there? It's a whipsaw effect, though. Yeah, like you, it, it goes one way and it goes too far and comes back the other. Yeah. goes too far, and at the end of the day, it, it's it's trying to promote kindness. Yeah, and yeah. that's I agree the problem with that. where it gets kind of glossed over because there are people with legitimate issues, right? That aren't yeah. able to necessarily look how they want, exactly, or whatever. But ninety five, ninety six percent of people could be in the kind of shape that they purport to want. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this a lot before. Yeah. It's, I'll tell you what you want by watching what you do. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. if you want it, you go do it. Like if you want, I want to do that, okay, and you go do it, well, I believe you. Yeah. If you tell me I want to get in shape and then I make no changes to my behavior, you don't see me in the gym in the morning, you don't, this, that, and the other, I don't believe you want it. You want other things more. Yeah, exactly. what was the quote? Somebody said, uh, everybody has the will to win, very few have the will to prepare to win. Right. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um, same deal. So, so where do you think that line is? I mean, how, how do you, how do you balance that? Obviously you don't want to be unkind yeah. to people that, you know, obviously have a Actually. caloric intake problem, Yeah. but at the same time, is, is it okay to just tell everybody they're okay? Or is that as somebody that is coming from the fitness world? And obviously this is important to you. Is that okay? I think it's a very toxic way to live just yeah. be, if somebody's unhealthy. Mm. Now, if they're healthy and they have like an extra 40 pounds on them, but they have no issues, then, I mean, if they're happy, they're happy. But if they're depressed, they're miserable, they have health conditions and people are just like, you're good, you're fine. I think that's extremely toxic. Yeah. And I was in that position where <clears throat> after my fitness competition, I had gained about 40 pounds high cholesterol, I'm, you know, 20, 21. And the doctor is just like, you know, I'm going to have to put you on medication if you don't change your ways. Oh. I was like, I'm not going to be on medication because I know that causes a million other issues. So I really dialed things in. I realized I can't eat a half a gallon of ice cream every <laughs> night. And so, oh, I mean, you can, you just should. It's just a little unhealthy. Yeah. yeah, you can, but you shouldn't. So yeah. I mean, it's, I always tell women, you really do have to honor like how you're feeling. Like if you feel good, then great. And there's no issues, but if you're having a lot of issues and you feel like crap, then stop listening to everyone who's just like patting you on the back for- For kindness sake. For kindness. Yeah. Well, yeah. at the end of the day, people see this distinct separation between your mind and your body, yeah. where in reality, they all work together. A hundred percent. So people always say, oh, um, I, I cannot exercise and feel great. It's like, I don't think you can. I think I am my highest functioning when I haven't been drinking booze, when I've been eating yeah. very clean, getting a lot of sleep. All of a sudden my mind is way sharper. My body's sharper. Everything, there's more vitality in your step. You don't think yeah. you feel bad mm -hmm. until you sort of feel better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's very, very true. 
No, I think for me, it's like, I don't get, I don't think about, like I go through phases where, you know, we work out and then phases I don't, we did $50 fit club. We did all those things, which is funny. That popped up on my story the other day and I was like, <laughs> oh man, yeah, I was probably going back to that. And then I'll go out and surf and it's like, you know, I'm 50, so I'm not yeah. a kid, but it's like, if I'm not in really good shape, I can't do the stuff I want to do. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's what kind of did it. So I, you know, I didn't tell you this, but I, I literally, a buddy of mine is one of my mastermind groups. His name is John Madsen. I don't know if you know him. He used to be a Raider. Um, he has a he has a a mastermind group called Superhuman, and I just actually joined that, and it was nice. not cheap. Yeah, and it was it, and it was yeah. But here's my thing: it was like I this morning I spent an hour on the I spent an hour on the, on a call with a nutritionist. It's going to get my Good. nutrition stuff all squared away, and I get trainers every day. And it's all they're not here. I mean, they live between Scottsdale and Salt Lake, but you know they're going to be right there every step. And they're like, bro. And, and here's the funny thing: like what got me was I followed John forever. And this is the thing about fitness that I think is so interesting, which is where you think you probably need to go if you're not where you want, where you should be. Yeah. It's probably not even close to where you do really need to go. So I was, I was watching, I watched his Instagram and he had this, let me see if I can find it. I want to bring my phone in. Um, he had this dude because he always does side by sides of his people, right? They're yeah. in his program. This one guy is like this guy, and he only works with like high level like CEO type guys. Mm-hmm. Is who he deals with, and he's like, this guy came to us and said he needed to lose thirty pounds. He weighed in at two hundred thirty pounds when he first got to us. He really needed to lose sixty pounds. <laughs> it was like what? And he was like, yeah. And he looked it out. And so one of the things they had me do was check my fat content and based on where I'm at and based on where I want to go, like my goal weight, like I'm walking on right now today at 228. I'll say it cause I don't care. Cause it's not gonna be that way tomorrow. So it's fine. Um, but I always thought like, if I could get to 205, like if you saw the goals, I always do, it's like 205 is where I want to be. And these guys are like, Nope, you need to be 193. Oh. And I'm like, well, right. I'm like, well, okay. They're going, yeah, we're going to get you 193 and then we're going to go the other way. But yeah. we got to get you down before we kind of get you up a yeah. little bit. And it was like, whoa, okay. So it's going to be 16 weeks and we'll see what happens. And I'm putting it out here in the universe that I'm saying I'm going to do this. So, you know, one of the things I like about me is I always tend to do what I say I'm going to do. So if I put it out there, it's going to happen. Right. Plus, That's I wrote good. such a large check that it would be piss me off if I didn't. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so let's talk about you and your training stuff. So when did that start for you? Because obviously I can, so I can talk about my training thing because you don't train men, so it works out. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, if you're like, is this mother trucker really no. talking about some other trainer? No. <laughs> I'm not that kind of coach at all. Because okay. I'm like, I think if people resonate with me, that's when they're going to approach me. And I have some men that'll be like, oh, do you want to, can you actually work with me? And I'm like, only if I work with your wife. Like, I'm always that kind of trainer. Smart. I don't, yeah. I just, Smart. So I Creep factor I drops to zero. Yeah. Okay, how many guys drop out of the old opportunity to train with you oh, if, you, if so you throw the wife in? I had, well, no, I don't know. About What's the drop off rate? I'm going to go 90, 97%. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. I'm like, yeah, that does suck. You live in Las Vegas, John. You people are terrible. Throwing the wife in is the goal for what I That is not what I meant at all. I know we're both like, oh, God. Do I say this is not, it's not that kind of podcast, <laughs> Connell. <laughs> he took it. Anyway, there. anyway, anyway. Um, Talking about NFL players in Las Vegas. <laughs> I think it might be, John. Uh, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, my God. All right. So when did you start actually doing online training? You said some, your sponsors told you you should do this. Is this is this MySpace so, days? Is this Instagram days? What is this? This was when Instagram first started. So, mm. and I had grown very, very quickly. Like my Instagram's actually dying right now. It's- Are you shadow banned? Um, you know what? I feel like I, I am. I know, I got flagged a long time ago. And after that, cause I was at, at 1.7 million. And so- You had no, 1.7 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. Not paid and for, nothing, just- Nothing, nothing. Just all and organic. So, and we used to do a lot of shout for shout. 
Um, and that's when I first started the whole online training and I was just posting and I was doing it in such a ghetto way. It was like literally my before and after I was making meal plans and workout plans on the notes on my phone and having people PayPal me. And it was my first year doing it. I made 80 grand and, and you're like, so, I, I might be onto something. So yeah. And that's where I was like, okay. I'm like, you know, I've been doing hairdressing and I I'll make like 500 bucks a week maybe on a good week. And so I kind of had to sit there and be like, do I want to do the hairdressing or do I want to do online coaching? As a, let me ask a question. As a former hairdresser, how do you feel about this thing that Connell has? Just, how, how do you feel about this, the QP? You know, oh, I don't know. Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? It's a, you know, it's a wild thing and it fits him. Yep. <laughs> I, it really does. Good. I love it. He's a crazy cannot. You know what? You know what I've just decided? It's not, it's not cult. It's the seat. It is. It's because if Colt was here, he would have gotten that. I know. He would have <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, he'd have Glad I'm over that. here. Yeah, he dug into the big desk. <laughs> I, you got the bla- look at the the shot is be- you got to watch this on YouTube, guys. Connell's got like a blazer on. He looks like wide world of sports right now. He really does. The victory, <laughs> the agony, of that, defeat. No, you're holding it together for sure. Anyway, back I to you, Tana. Right, back to you. So, compliment anybody. So, so you, you get 1.7 million followers yeah. on the gram. That's, That's a lot. lot. How many have now? A million. A million. You draw so, 700,000. Yeah. And wow. that's, I mean, that's been over the last, I would say about six years. Yeah. And so, but it's weird because I still get really great leads and we haven't done any kind of marketing this year, really. Like we kind of shut everything down. I did like grocery cart ads and that was. I saw that. I did see that. Yeah. You know, it was, um, I was walking through the grocery store one day and I forgot my grocery list and I was like, how handy would it be if somebody had a QR code right here to just download a grocery list and have a meal plan to actually put those groceries. Oh, that's really pretty good. Cute. That's magical. Yeah. So you, you just you, you just capture their info right then. Yeah. And so oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's been that's been the only marketing I've been doing and then everything else is organic. So I still get good leads. That's why I'm so confused. Like cuz the yeah. engagement's a little bit down, but people will be like, "Oh, well, I've been following you on Instagram and you just keep popping up and this yeah. story related to me." I got, I got to tell you that the gram is just exhausting to it me. It is. I, I posted almost nothing last week. Yeah. On anything. Like I have I have somebody that, you know, I have somebody that posts my stuff, but I like was lazy getting even this up footage up and there wasn't a lot to post and like I I wasn't posting anything on my stories and I got to tell you, it was magical. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just it was just magical not to not to care. Well that's what you do. You start off with one point seven drink, you drop it to a million. Yeah. Right. You weed we, out the suckers. Yeah. We gotta get yeah. you where we need you to be. Right. That's it. Exactly. And, and then we'll build get you, you back, back up, up to one point five. Yeah. That's how we're yeah. doing it. That's how so, we're doing it. I mean, honestly, <laughs> when it comes to Instagram though, I always tell people like you you kind of have to go with how you feel because I think people read through the bullshit. So if you put on this happy face every day and you're like, Oh, we're gonna kick ass. I'm like, I get on some days and I'm like, I feel like shit and I'm going to order crumble cookie. And that's what I'm doing today. <laughs> I might work out twice or I might just go for a walk in my neighborhood. Well, I think, I think that's how people resonate with you though. Yeah. Cause you don't present yourself as superwoman. Yeah. Like, right. Like, yeah. I mean, you're like, eh, I feel like hell today. There we yeah. go. Or you're like, what's it, what's even better. Let's talk about this though. When did this, cause, cause this is the good, this is the, sm- the smooth pitch, which is this. It's look how fit I am. I'm fit <laughs> today. I'm going to go eat a Chinese buffet or some terrible shit, but you know what? I don't have to worry about it because I'm going to take my supplements. Bang, 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 bang. And that almost is the commercial for her supplements. It's not look, it'll get you ripped. It's this will keep you from being a bloated pig. And this is what I take. And that's how you do it. Yeah. Those people are insufferable too, though. The ones that like, Oh, I'm, I'm totally natural. I just eat donuts all the time. No, no, no. Have have you seen that in that, that that almost overly toxic, love yourself, accept yourself. You can be like me. You can eat a bunch of donuts. No, 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 no. You talk about balance. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have some balance. So when did the supplements come around? 
so that started about two years ago and it was something I had worked on for a long time because it was I was I was sponsored by a lot of different companies and the last company I was sponsored with I was actually almost in a lawsuit with them because they were paying us about 10 grand a month Mm -hmm. and we would do two posts a week and they once Instagram changed their algorithm and this is when all these weird changes start happening and I just bought like my second like my big boy house back then and all of a sudden they're like we're taking people's sponsorship we're cutting it in half and I'm like I've been top sales since being with your company so Mm -hmm. that's not going to happen if so I'm going to walk away and so they were like that's fine you can walk away and if you sign with another company, we're gonna sue you. So I was literally on a plane to Miami. Calling Connell Law. I know, I know, <laughs> here we go. I wish I would've For all your that. threatening yeah. company sponsorship need deals. Yeah. The old dates. <laughs> and I was so blown away, cause I was just like, everything I gave to this company, and this is literally how they will crumble you up and just, you're done. Yeah, you know, I think if you just heard that, <laughs> yeah. listen, we're coming into one of those economic cyclical times where there's a good chance that something very similar would happen to you. Yeah. So be mentally prepared for it. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, I think who was it? Um, maybe Seneca, I'm not sure. Maybe Marcus Aurelius said that the only excusable thing for a general is to be surprised. Or was that Sun Tzu? Who am I thinking of? It might be Sun Tzu, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're not cold here with the Google machine, but just, no. just, but the point being is yeah. just, just the claim only, it and wait for someone. Yeah, to the the, un, the only unforgivable thing for a general is to be surprised. Right. So again, this is one of those periods of economic downturn that you need to be prepared for anything to happen. So yeah. to do that. So anyway, so these people said if you sign with somebody else, you're banged out. But they didn't say you couldn't start your own company. Is that what happened? They well, they had said that they were going to sue me if I signed with somebody else. But I'm like, you guys did breach a contract. So I had my lawyer send them a letter. They got off my back. I signed with another company like directly after that, being like one of the typical. <sighs> Instagram people where you were jumping from company to company. And after I did that, I sat there and I was like, this isn't authentic and I need to let this go because I'm not gonna be able to actually promote this right after I was just with this company. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, hey, now we're going this way. Well, let's, well, let's stop for a second because I have a question. So mm-hmm. let's talk about revenue streams now. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you got it. You got your online training revenue stream. Yes. Okay. You've let go of hair at this point. Yes. Oh God. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So but I'm talking when you were jumping around before your supplement. Yeah. So what are you making on online training at this point? So I was averaging anywhere from 20 to 50 grand a month. Okay. And so it was very up and down cause I still really didn't have any business knowledge. It okay. was just, I built a site. I was listening to these marketing guys. My program was $157 a month and I, literally worked all the time yeah. and so and that's I was in a really great relationship in that time frame and the guy had actually left me because he's like all you do is work like, what was the what was the what was the sponsorship money from Instagram what were you bringing in there what that was, that was 10 grand a month 10 grand a month was that so, channel and so and then we had a percentage of sales so it was anywhere from like 10 to 12 like so the the percentage was pretty small right because they had paid us so well got it and um so but after that it was just I can't rely on these people. And then all these companies started getting in trouble for having all this shit in their products yeah. that they were lying about. And like I'm Mexican like, supplements like made. John Jones, Picograms. Yeah. Fentanyl. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So that's when I was finally like, you don't really need a ton of supplements. Yeah. Like you need a few things for your gut health and to really bring down inflammation in your body and repair. And that's really it. 
So and so you did a white label deal with somebody. I'm assuming those are white labeled. Um. Yeah. Which is there's nothing so, wrong with that. Yeah. There, there's nothing. Well, I was like, wait, is it called a white label? Yeah. White white label is so a wonderful concept private. for those of you who don't know what white label is. If you're like I've always wanted to be in the let's call it energy drink business, yeah. there are people that will that right now have energy drink formulas that they can tweak a little bit here, a little bit there, right. and you can give them the name of it, and they will wrap you know yeah. Connell Law energy blue, drink blue right around it, and there it is. Yeah. Give, is. Guaranteed to give you cancer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, they'll wrap it up, and there you can go from there. So white label is a good way to go if you're trying to start a business. Um. So you did that deal, yeah. and would you have minimums on purchase with your white label deal? Did you have to buy minimums? Are you doing drop ship? How are you doing it? So the way we set it up, it was it was about two or three years ago because it took a while to really get things dialed in. Yeah. So um, once I picked the actual products I wanted, that's when we got all the labeling done, and now we just do the drop shipping. So yeah. it's like, and you know, they have a ton of products to choose from, but I was like. These are the ones that I truly feel my clients need. Yeah, I don't need to be signing up with all these other crazy things because I don't see the benefit for my client. Mm-hmm. You keep saying we. Do you have a pretty big team that's working on this stuff with you? Or um, is it- I mean, I have my tech. I have my tech guys in Canada. And I you'd be proud of that. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> my dad's a Canuck, so that's. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah. yeah. So. so you're you're so you're half syrup drinker. Um, yes, I am. <laughs> Love it or leave it, cuddle. Love it or leave it. You're outnumbered here, so, Gavin. I know I am. Right. Oh, Jeepers. Okay. So you got the supplements coming in there. <laughs> he thinks Minnesota is Canada. He I thinks think, Minnesota's No. Close to the hey, I'm not, I'm not going there either. <laughs> <laughs> Too cold. It is. It is. Anyway, so so you got the supplements, you're doing, you're doing the dropship. So yeah, so I pretty much it's everything's like hands off. It's like I post and I was doing a few ads to them. Because, I mean, anyone that takes my max detox, they, like, literally are like, this is the best thing in the world. Like, I'll take it to girls' night or, like, I'll go to Jing and I always sit at the bar to, like, see who I can meet. And I'm yeah, I'll tell you you're going to meet is O.J. Simpson and one day he's going to try to murder you. That's yeah, yeah, meet. no. It's just going to be me and O'Leary. <laughs> oh, I miss That's O'Leary. Oh, there you God, go. Come high for me. Um, but, yeah, it's so funny because I'm like, I seriously will sit there and hand out my max detox and I'm like, follow me on Instagram and tell me how you like it. Tell me if you feel like shit tomorrow. And, of course, they're like hammered. They're like, I'll totally do this. And they'll literally actually write me. Because people day. will take any pill you hand them. When they're I know. It's <laughs> actually. You let them know it's not Molly, scared. right? Yeah, just, like, yeah. I, take so, this. You're going to feel great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should start promoting it that maybe, way. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe yeah. Hey, that Molly, that Molly didn't do anything to me. <laughs> but man, my gut feels wonderful. I felt wonderful the next I'm day. so shredded now. <laughs> I'm going to definitely go that Oh, way. my God. So, but again, when you sell the Max Detox and all that stuff, your supplements, yeah. I like it. It's not about look like me. It's I'm going to go cheat. I'm going to go do something stupid. Yeah. And this one, I'm going to take make sure oh, that yeah. I don't completely blow up. Yeah. Which yeah. I like. Elephant yeah. in the room. How much? Um, so you said you competed. You did all that stuff, and you have people yeah. that train. And how much of that stuff is? Um, how much do you see in the fitness world um, approaching on the illegal substance use? Ooh. Oh God, very high. It's so very high. bad. And that was I. I mean, I took clenbuterol when I was probably eighteen, and clenbuterol. that's yeah. That's the one. If you take enough of it, it's, it's well, asthma it's medicine. A, it turns it, into steroids. It's, yeah, they give it to horses. It's effectively a fat burn. It's a thermogenic, yeah. and it it basically cranks up your body temperature, so you're just sweating yeah. and burning. I couldn't even work out on it, and so I took it for probably two weeks, and I was gaining weight because I just wanted to eat red velvet cake, and I couldn't work out. So I'm like, all right, hopefully this works just by eating my cake. Oh my god, definitely didn't. Yeah, but well, yeah, I, just a lot of people though. 
you know, get in that world. They do. And have yeah. very little longevity because they, because they're very artificial and their heart suffers the consequences. And you said, yeah. there's a lot of talk, where are the bodies, where are the bodies, yeah. you know, everyone's doing it no one's dying. But yeah. you, you follow some I'm, of these Instagram accounts and it's just dead body, dead body, dead body, dead uh, body. A lot of them were people I was actually sponsored with. And oh, it's, God. it's really sad. And I mean, I even see girls do it and it's like, you know, by the time you're 40, it's going to catch up with you. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's, I think about it. Cause I mean, I'm going to be 32 this year and I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, I started Botox and fillers a little too young and now I'm sitting here at 32 and I'm like, oh shit, might be time for a facelift. <laughs> like same thing's going to happen when you're filling your body with all this shit. It's, it's going to backfire. You hear, you hear them at the gym and they go, are you using this bench? Yeah. Like, no lady. <laughs> well, yeah, just, you need to dial whatever yeah, that is back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. My pro, but yeah, my pronouns are <laughs> pronouns are one more set. <laughs> That's it. So I have a question because you said something earlier and you said it kind of matter of factual, which means there might be a change. So you said when you started out doing this, you're working like crazy yeah. and you were charging $159 a month. Yeah. Has yeah. that model completely changed? Because uh -huh. I'm guessing it probably has. A hundred percent. I mean, you're in the, you kind of know social media. So yeah. it's like, you want to make a higher ticket item. So of course, like I went with what everyone else was doing and I haven't had to work as much. And that's what I wanted for when I had Mackenzie. Um, yeah. So, and that's why I chose online coaching was like, I want to be able to be home with her. If she has school, if she gets sick, I want to be able to have that flexibility so we did switch a lot of my model to a higher ticket item. And then we have a, like a middle tier and then a low tier. So, so so you say we did, we? I mean, is it, again, do you have a team around you? Is this something yeah. self-educated? Cause obviously you got to understand click funnels, you got to understand value ladders. Yeah. You have to understand all of those things. Is this something that you sought out or just found people that knew how to do this? Me and my million personalities. <laughs> I always say we, I'll be on my sales call and I'll be like, we will totally get on. And I'm like, who the fuck is we? Yeah, we. And I'm like, Oh. oh my god, we we always yeah. sounds better because sounds like you got a whole team of people. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm like, Connell, when you take on a new client, do you say that I'm going to solve your problems? My team, we, we here at Connell Law, Connell Law will, Connell Law will, the royal we, yeah, the right, yeah, but we do that brevity sort of thing. I, I have that weird thing where I, do, I say we all the time, but it's I have a few tech guys, and then you know I am looking to eventually hire someone for marketing because I just get in those weird funks where it's like you see all these people on Instagram where it's. You know, it's it's a lot of OnlyFans and these girls are getting all these likes and all this engagement. And I still compare myself to that because I'm like, my account used to be like that. And if I mm -hmm. post something stupid enough, I'll get a lot of engagement. And back to John's point about who's going to win president in 20 years. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, it's Jesus. it's very strange. It's and you know, it's it's so true. But but, you know, it's like for me with social media, you know, I, I've heard I heard, I heard recently somebody said it was so funny. Because, you know, I, I always, I think like I hang out with some people that are rich, right? Yeah. I know, I know some dudes that are put your lights out rich, okay. right? And, uh, and I don't consider myself remotely in their stratosphere, yeah. right? And the problem is with social media and, you know, with social media, you have to be stupid and flamboyant to get yep. the attention because the dollars follow the attention, right? Yeah. But then what happens in a business like I have is occasionally that backfires on you. It does. So like, like things like, for example, like I was very clear when I invested in the jet with Nick, I was yeah. very clear. This is an investment. This is not a flex for me. Yeah. This is not, I mean, since I have owned that jet, I've been on spirit airlines. I've been all over the place. It's yeah. not a flex for me. Yeah. And 
still people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to do business with that guy because I don't want to put any more money in his pocket, which I love that thing because it's the stupidest thing ever. Because guess what? If you do business with, I don't care if you do business with me as a title company or you do business with Fidelity, you're putting money in somebody's pocket that owns that company. Yeah. And it just becomes because people see you, they're they're like, oh, and they don't see the guy that owns Chicago right, title. Right. They don't see yeah. that person. Yeah. So that that's that kind of becomes a catch twenty two with me. And I'm kind of like, eh, maybe I'm at a place where because I'm not trying to sell coaching, I'm not yeah. trying to sell. I don't have a program. I don't have a video training. I don't have any of that shit. So yeah. I'm like, if I'm not doing any of that, it was kind of the conversation I had with myself over the weekend, which is if I'm not doing that then why do I need to be doing this? And I think I probably just need to go back to, you know, doing stuff. I love the podcast, which we always do this because yeah. I always learn something when I'm in here and I think the information we give is it. And honestly, if we weren't doing this here, we'd be doing it at a bar. Right. <laughs> John Gafford reserves all rights to produce any coaching <laughs> programs he wants. In the future, right whatever. 2020. There it is. No, so, but, but we would still be doing this, but I think it's just, I think it's just, you know. That's how we started doing this was it. Yeah, literally a, sangria. A Tommy Bahamas bar that didn't exist oh anymore. God. That was it. And they just, I, th- I think, I think somebody said you guys should record this. I think it might have been the waiter or the waitress said maybe she should just try to get rid of us. But she was just like, hey, hey why don't you guys go to a studio? Yeah, and it's funny, dude. And even then, like we had an opportunity to, to to level up and be on a big podcast network, and they have an unbelievable studio here in town. Yeah, and I thought about it, and it was like. This is 30 feet from my desk. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot to be said about coming here and not having to drive across town no. to go to the Wynn and record it at, at their studio, which yeah. would be dope. I still, yeah. I still haven't decided on that one or not. I just see me, you can literally hear me going back and forth in my head about it as we It's way close to my house. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. So when I started going with that, that answer, I was like, man, Chris is like, He's gonna not close it. to my desk. I'm <laughs> out number two to three here. Right that works there. out. Well, if somebody was going to try to start an online business that didn't involve, you know, selling pictures of their butthole, um, <laughs> what advice would you give them, Tan? Because obviously, oh, you, have, <laughs> you have used you have used social media to as a weapon to, to generate, I mean, an, an enormous income by selling yeah. products. So, what advice would you give somebody trying to do that if you had to do that? Don't be afraid to share your education and really be okay with entertaining people. I think a lot of times we get really fearful of like. Being, being, being an goofy, ass. Yeah, but being goofy or anything of that sort in front of the camera because everyone's like, oh, if I'm not super professional and dressed to the nine, no one's going to listen to me and take me seriously. And it's like, you know, I'll go live and make sure that people understand my personality. So it's like I'll drop knowledge, but I'm also going to say a really stupid joke in the middle of it yeah. and be a little ADD. But at the end of the day, like I'm going to get you the results. And so I think people really need to focus on, you know, get in front of the camera and show up. Like a lot of times people look at that engagement too. And that was one thing that kind of got me in a funk was I was looking at this engagement, but then I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm still getting crazy amounts of leads that are closing. So I don't need to be paying attention to that. Yeah. So no, I, I, I dig that. I think the authenticity thing is the most important part. Like I, got, I have a friend of mine, a guy that I know that is, I mean, he's really, really smart and he's on social media and he does a lot of the same, not you, <laughs> and he does a lot of the same kind of stuff that we do here with, with, you know, interview stuff and rolling clips. And the issue is he's getting a little older. He's a little bit older than me. And I guess there's some vanity that's kicking with him because he's now putting this filter on himself mm-hmm. and it's so fuzzy. It looks like somebody oh, wrote yeah. Vaseline all over the, all over the lens of the camera yeah. and it's taking so much away from his content. And I want so much to tell him like, dude, 
just be old. It's okay, bro. Because if you're trying to help people and they're losing the message because the video quality is so screwy and it's so obviously filtered that it's taking away from your message and the message is so good. It sucks. So it doesn't matter, you know, how good your message is if you're not being true. I love that. That's a great point. I always tell people they joke around and say, my goal is to be that 80 year old man at the bar that has like badass stories. Oh yeah. yeah, you know, like some really kick-ass stories that people go. That yeah. guy did some shit. Yeah. Like a, and, and when you meet those people, have you ever met random people at bars or random people in life? And you go, yeah, yeah like produce ch- the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> two two hours into that. a conversation, Billy music. <laughs> no, me and Chris, I'll tell you the story. Me and Chris meet a guy in Egypt at a bar in a casino. Yeah, like the only place he can- hears us speaking. He's like Americans. <laughs> We talked to this guy for two hours about nonsense. And when I see it mean nonsense, I mean, who's got the best falafel on 32nd Street? And, it was and about his uh, shooting of the Egyptian program. Oh, God. The, he's not there for an Egyptian TV show. Yeah. An hour and a half into the conversation, he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, right as we're leaving. Right, right as we're leaving, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I was a producer for the Wu-Tang Clan. I did all the records. And I did RZA. I did because we're like, oh, my God. lead with oh, that. We were yeah. talking about that for two hours. Um, Oh, oh my anyway. god! Anyway, go. Still mad Sorry. about it. Still mad. Yeah. <laughs> but what? What were you saying, Connell? You were saying no, just to be that. This, that story. There, there's yeah. um, there's a beauty in age. There's a beauty in yeah. experience, right? At water finds this level, right? Yeah. So you're gonna find somebody that will be turned off by your style because they want mm-hmm. a stoic, academic, you know, stuffy person who's just pure science, right? Yeah. And then you're gonna find somebody who wants goofy, totally just entertainment value. Yeah. And then there's the middle ground, which is a mix of both. There's yeah. a there's a market for all of that. Yeah. There's a market for the old guy on the stoop kicking knowledge to the kids, and there's a, a market for the Jake Pauls of this world uh, punching out, oh, I don't know, God. whatever they do, right? I there's why a market why is there a market for that? Because the water, the water exists at all different, you know. And I'll tell levels. you what, and so now he's fighting some dude that's a washed up boxer, and guess what? He's already paid the dude to lose. Let me go ahead and fill you in on the, let me fill that one in. But, you know, like I said, are these even sanctioned fights that he's doing, or is it strictly just entertainment? It's his promotion or whatever. But at yeah, the end of the not, day, and I don't know, I can't, I can't comment, you know. But there are people that really enjoy it. There are people yeah. that like um, Little Yachty. Yeah. I, I don't even know who that is, but I'm, I'm just agreeing with you. Kodak Black. You ever listen to Kodak Black? I mean, it's just it's, it's no, decipherable music. But, and I go, but, but I, know his, I know his attorney from The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Bradford Cohen, who I know from The Apprentice. That's yeah. his attorney. But, but, you know, it's like there's no accounting for different tastes, right? Yeah. But then there's some people that think, oh, you listen to Deftones? Deftones yeah. is one of your favorite bands? Well, that's not you know Bach or Tchaikovsky. How, <laughs> you, could, you, how could you listen to that crap when Tchaikovsky is the ultimate? Do you, you know, remember, do you remember co- we were coming home in in the land yacht from, <laughs> from the Bobs? <laughs> kind of. And, and Chris has been overserved. I mean, drastically overserved. Which are, you could have a suit. I'm, I'm not holding saying Holding it don't. together. Nothing Holding happened. it together. <laughs> and he goes, hey, I play, uh, play blah, blah, blah by Fugazi. And I'm like, okay, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm a good host, so I throw it on and crank it up, starts playing, and Chris looks at me and goes, oh man, doesn't this just bring back the memories? <laughs> and I and I go, dude, I've never heard this song. <laughs> he just assumed that everybody in the world knew this track. Nope, not true. Oh, Didn't I not work? But let me ask Stand you this. Stand by it. Stand by Fugazi. Let me ask you this because I'll tell you mine, and then I want I want I want to tell you I want you as a coach to talk to people about how to find the why to do to, to get into the fitness thing, how to find the why. Because I'll tell you what it was for me. Right, was I read an article and it was based on more uh, morbidity not yeah, morbidity rates based on BMI or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and the oh. amount of money that I parted with. I'm trying to buy five more years of life, and I think I can. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the whole, don't you want to look good at the pool? Like didn't resonate for me. Yeah. You know, like, don't you want to do this? Like, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll stand on my wallet if I need to be tall. Yeah. I know it's a shitty thing to say, but it's true. <laughs> right? But the point is, like for me, it was like, I can buy five more years with just a little bit of money and a little bit of effort. Sure. All right, cool. I'll do that. Yeah. No problem. Because the people that don't make that commitment and don't do that, when they're at the end of it, would give any amount of money to buy five years. Buy 30 years yeah. with stem cells and testosterone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can. Yeah. We have can. at that level. But what? it's a sacrifice now, though. Yeah. So how do people? How do you recommend people find that? Why? Because I even when I joined my little program today, and I thought this was interesting, one of the things that he said was, you made the commitment today, great. Yeah. All right? My coach today was like, dude, you made a commitment, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Today's commitment means nothing. Yeah. The real commitment is in 14 days. Yeah. He's like, true. it's in 14 days, and then every seven days after that, mm-hmm. you have to continue to re- recommit to this. Yeah. Because everybody can commit for a day. <laughs> it's true. An hour. Yeah. I really think when people are finding their why, it's you have to really go within and sit with yourself. Like, what do you want to improve in your life? And back when I was 40 pounds overweight, all I wanted was more stability in my life. I wanted to be able to buy the things that I wanted and have more financial freedom. So that was my why was I know if I feel better, I'll have more confidence and that will affect every area of my life. So that was my why then. And then once I had Mackenzie, it was like, toddlers, I don't know what the hell they're smoking, (laughs) but holy shit. I'm like, I have to keep up with this kid all day, every day. And I do not want to be the mom that's sitting on the couch like, let's just watch cartoons today. And I mean, we have days like that, but it's like, I want to be involved. I want to have those memories and I want to create that really deep bond with her. And the only way to do that with your kids is truly connecting activities. So, yeah. And so that was my second why, but I mean, first was a hundred percent financial confidence. Um, and it affects every area of your life. Like relationship wise. I mean that one, I'm still can't really master that one, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, the money, the family, I mean, all of that stuff, it, it does have its effects. So if I'm, if I'm a woman listening to this, let's face it, they're probably not. Because especially with cold out here, there's, just zero, there's zero chance there's any women less. Let's say you know a woman, if you're listening to this, and they might want to get in shape. So first of all, what is your Instagram? Let's try to get you 1 million and five followers today. That's my goal. There we go. 1 million and five. <laughs> Moving that needle, baby. Yeah, Move yeah. the needle. How do hey, they find your Instagram? Anything counts. Yeah. How but, do they find uh, the Instagram? So it's Tana Ashley, but instead of it, instead of spelling it the typical Ashley way, I'm very extra and I do three E's at the end. So T-A-N-A. Yep. A-S-H-E-E. A-S-H-L. L. I'm going to see if you guys can spell because I'm not the greatest. T-A-N-A-A-S-H-L-E-E-E. See, now you're just showing off. That's what yeah, I do. I, th- I think you're right. <laughs> I don't know. Good luck you, finding me, guys. What are, you, what are you, some kind of spelling guy? Is that he just won the spelling bee. <laughs> Was it, did I tell, you, did I tell you I walk into the 7-Eleven in Orlando one time? Did I tell you the story? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Like I hand the Seven Eleven by my house in Orlando was like it was like a never ending birth of, of humanity, parade. if you will. Right, it was a parade. Like you'd go in every morning before I go to work and it'd be like seven, and there was always I called him Drywall Guy. I never yeah. knew his name, but he was in there almost every day. I was in there at the same time, yeah. seven o'clock in the morning. He's already covered in drywall mud. 
<laughs> right? I don't know how. I just don't think he showered. <laughs> I don't know this if this was the day before. <laughs> or or starts, and he's like the guy at 7 a.m. like back by the beer cooler like, hey, man, is this Natty Ice on sale? What's going on? <laughs> How'd you like, dude, it's 7 in the morning. <laughs> and so one day I go through and I get my stuff and I hand the guy, <laughs> I bring it up and he's like, it's uh, $7.58 and I hand him a 10 and the register like malfunctioned, right? Seven fifty-eight, And I go, uh, it's two forty-two, buddy. Yeah. And he looks, he stops and looks at me and goes, what are you, some kind of math guy? That's <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh, maybe, <laughs> no, just uh, basic math. Buddy. Trying to be helpful, man. I, I don't know what to tell it's you. It's like uh, in an ant's world, a dog is a massive creature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a dog's world, a human is a massive exactly creature. Exactly right. So Tana Ashley is the Instagram. If they want to train with you, how much does that run? What's that going to cost me to monitor with you? So usually for three months, it's 3000 Okay. So three months for 3000 that's for like top tier. Okay. So is that on? And, is that can I give, personal training where you can I give you? Can I give you a marketing? I'm going to give you a marketing tip right now if you're listening. Yeah. To this. When I ask you how much it was for your program, here should have been the answer, and this needs to be your answer for the rest of your life. Okay. You ready? Yes. How much is your program? Well, it depends. It depends on where you're at. It depends on your goals. Yeah. But what I will do is I do a full free 30 minute consultation to figure out where you are with your supplements, where you are with your weight, where you are with your goals, and see if you're a good fit to work together. That I would normally charge like 300 bucks, Yeah. but if you call now, I'll do it for free. See, and that's what I usually do online. <sighs> see, but for some reason, see, I, I don't know. You know what, like, you know what it is? Oh, it's, 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 you know what it is? It's me and Connell. It's yeah. like we just draw the information out of you. It's like, you're just, okay. it's, it's this much. This yeah. is how much it is. I mean, like, <laughs> top, Tell the truth. There's no. mid, and then there's the lower tier. Love it. Do you, do you do personal training anymore at the gym? I haven't done that since 2015. And let me, and let me, let me since like the last time I saw you at the gym. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and let me, and, and let me help you out real quick with your yeah. pricing. If anybody goes, that's expensive. Thousand bucks a month. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I'm paying. Is it? For my guy. It's okay. superhuman. Same thing. Yeah. Exactly the same. Okay. That's so, so not out of line. Not crazy. Well, well, and it's it's really insane because when you look at a lot of the high performers, I mean, they're investing. When I invest in a business coach, I mean, it's at least 25 grand for the year. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, when you want to level up in something and you're putting your trust into somebody, I, I think it's better to pay more. Shortcuts. Le LeBron it's James. It's going to hurt a little bit more. LeBron James, Dak Prescott, they all spend over a million dollars a year, Russell Coaching. Wilson, on their yeah. body. Yeah. Like for all yeah. the hyperbaric yep. treatments, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I, so. I, I agree. It's, you only get one of them. I know. <laughs> you can't, you, go, you don't get a do over. Treat it like a trash can. I know. Well, and it's crazy because people will spend insane money on plastic surgery, and I'm not against plastic surgery whatsoever, but it's like they'll go in and get a tummy tuck before they actually try to take it, like do the natural route, and then they'll get the tummy tuck, they gain all the weight back, and then they're like, I'm back at square one. My favorite's always been the boob job before the braces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. you, don't, you don't get new rims if the grill's messed up yeah. on your car. You just don't do it. You get, the grill, you get the grill fixed first, yes. and then you get the rims. Yes. That's how it works. There I never, you go. Never understood that. That's but anyway, smart. so guys, Tana, in a... Awesome to see you. Thanks for coming in. I love Thank your story. You. I think it's Thank I think you. it's awesome to hear how that is. And guys, if you liked this conversation, make sure you give us how many stars have we decided it is? Cinco Australia. Max stars, whatever Cinco, it is. Five. Um, Colt's not here, so I gotta speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah Colt's not here, go. so you gotta go for the Spanish. Maximum amount of stars. If you're watching us on Instagram, give us a like, give us a subscribe, do that sort of stuff, and we'll go from there. Comment on that stuff. And again, I'll have all Tana's information uh, linked below us in here so you can click and find her. Awesome. All right. Well, thank, thank you guys you so guys. much, guys. Remember, if you're going to move, you might as well move forward. We'll see you next time.
Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.